Joel? Yeah. Why are you? How are you? Oh, I'm great, Doug. I have the flu. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's your temperature at? A hundred. A hundred? Because you're. I don't even know what to say to that. That's. Are you uh, hot? Yeah, hell yeah, I'm hot. I keep it a hundred. <laughs> well, do you want to just uh, give a shout out to everybody? Let them know that why you're not going to be here today. Hey, everybody. So uh, I have the flu, but I'll be back to uh, hang out with you next week because you're listening to an all-new episode of I Didn't See It, But I Believe You. Yeah, baby. All right, Joel, you get better, buddy. You can hang up. All right, baby. I'll see you next week. All right, buddy. I love you and goodbye. I love you too. Bye. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Didn't See It But I Believe You. I'm Doug, that was Joel. As you uh, as you just said, he will he is not here today because he is suffering from the flu. But I do have my buddy with me, Morgan. Hey guys, how's it going? I somehow got wrangled into this mess and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, indeed. Morgan is a pal of mine. He knows a lot about uh, stuff that me and Joel talk about all the time. So pretty much we're just going to hang out and just do the damn thing. So we are in Quero at my bar again. And tonight we are drinking not White Claw, but we have Mai Tais and Salty Dogs. How are your drinks, buddy? Good as always, man. <laughs> nice and boozy. Yeah, you comfortable over there? You good? Oh yeah, I'm good. Yeah, for sure. Like I said, just that you, you sound good over here. So like that mic. Do you want to move around just to be so just you know so you don't have to wiggle around and stuff like that? Have you ever had? The, well, we talked about. You say you don't think you ever had the flu. Uh, yeah. At least I was never diagnosed with it. And See, I think. I'm, yeah, I, I go ahead. I mean, I I never think I, I never thought I've had it either, but I have definitely had fevers that are like skyrocketing but at the same time i've never been diagnosed with that so yeah definitely had gnarly fevers but never been diagnosed with the flu and oddly enough i think i've only had like one flu shot in my life i don't even know if i've had one i don't know is that like i was raised catholic though is that like a catholic thing you don't get flu shots and uh, uh yeah no condoms no shots <laughs> i know the pope said it the pope said it the pope's a good guy Yeah, sure. We'll just go with that. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> what else is new, Morgan? I got to. Uh, we we been hanging out a lot lately, man. We're on the fat. We're on the. I like to say we're in the express lane, becoming best friends, man. Yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> uh, I like drinking with you and hanging out with you. And Morgan, if you can tolerate someone when they're drunk, that's probably a good sign that you like them. Morgan has become my guinea pig over here. He lets me just experiment with like crazy drinks and just put them in front of him, and he. Even if he doesn't like them, he'll graciously finish them for me. And uh, so I get to do a lot of my absinthe cocktails and a lot of like weird syrups and stuff that I don't know if they're going to fly or not. Let's get Morgan to come over and he'll hey. try anything. Eh, I've had worse in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Drinks, that is. That's it. Of course. Of course. So, on a, so did you, before you came here, have you have ever had like, a proper Mai Tai? Oh, no. Okay. I assumed that was like just sugar, juice, and rum and, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. It is that. Okay, but okay fine. Like the crappy equivalent of no. that. Just cheaply made, just super sugary, gross, sweet. For sure. Uh, like I was just, we were just talking before we hit the mic earlier that we make our own orgeat. And orgeat is an almond syrup. And it's like crucial for a Mai Tai. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. So use um, like pre-made orgeats and stuff that are super sweet and super chemically packed with preservatives and things like that. And it's just like, so when you try it, it's just like straight up sugar bomb. So we use some pretty, uh, pretty heavy rums over here too. And like some agricoles and things like that to give it that nice funkiness. I was telling Morgan that when I drink, I like drinking Tiki style because it makes me feel like, I'm like drunk and like lost in like a wilderness and there's like creatures crawling over the, the seats and stuff and like, like keep on drinking and stuff. I'm like, yeah, let's do some drugs. And like, where's my shirt or where's my pants? I'm fucking, <laughs> where's my pants at? Uh, good old witch's brew. 
I like, I actually like that. How it's just, uh, if I were like to ramble, you're just like, good old witch's brew. Then I just go into another ramble. (laughs) Morgan is uh, five foot three and about 140 pounds. So, everybody out there, so don't be deceived by his huge manly voice. I'm a little guy. (laughs) Quite the opposite. How tall are you? Uh, something like six three, I think. And Jesus, that's not like insanely tall. That's just well, I'm a little reasonably guy. tall. Yeah, sure, <laughs> if you want to say so. So, did I ever tell you how I thought I was five ten for the longest time? No, I guess not. I yeah. guess I so I've story. always told everybody I was five ten, and it's so funny because whenever I'd be like, "How tall are you?" I'm like five ten. Every almost every time, like from like eighteen years old until like my twenty twenty three, they'd be like, huh? "Yeah, like yeah." Yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm uh, five five ten. Like, huh? And then I go to get uh, measured for a bicycle when I get my first like real bike. I'm like, how tall are you? I'm like five ten. The guy goes, yeah. <laughs> so he he measures me like then and there, and he's like, sorry to tell you, man, but uh, you're five eight. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, dude, you're five eight. I'm like, really? I'm like, man, I wasn't even upset. I was just like blown away. I'm like, huh? Well, my my license says five ten, so let's go by that. They're like, you know, you just tell them how tall you are at the DMV, right? I'm like, oh, I didn't really think about it like that. I have no idea how I came up with five ten. I didn't realize how tall five ten really is. It's actually, it's a pretty tall it's, person. Yeah, it's a reasonable height. Yeah. Imagine being five eleven though. That's like the, the shitting grin of heights. Like it's like, <laughs> oh, dude, like you're not six foot. Fucking just a, a little taller. Yeah, I'd be there. But yeah. damn it, because no no one brags about being five eleven. It's you know when it's six foot or tall. Like oh yeah, you know I'm six. Foot yeah, I'm tall. six foot tall. It's like no oh, okay. It's like you know I'm five eleven. It's like oh well, yeah, no one no one cares. Nobody just, cares. You're just another person. <laughs> but I guess six foot. I don't know. You think uh, you think in the realm of evolution that we're getting shorter or taller? I'm pretty sure like over time we've actually gotten like taller. Taller? Is it because of nutrition? Well, I don't know if I'd go that far because the shit we eat now should be. Well, I mean, about the abundance of food. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean, the abundance. Uh, well, abundance in America, that is. Very true. Yeah, so, I mean, because I guess if we went somewhere else, like to a third world country, we'd probably be substantially bigger. But I don't know. Morgan, I don't know. Yeah, I've never I'm, been, to, I'm I've never not, been to a third world country. I've never. I've, you keep on looking out the window, it's freaking me out. <laughs> We're, we're doing the podcast a little bit earlier on uh, than usual, and there's like people still downtown, and they're like walking by the windows, and it's scaring me. Why are these weirdos talking into microphones? They're probably like, but these fuckers are probably like, what are those things? They probably even know that these are microphones because they don't look like <laughs> what they would consider a microphone. What's that name? Magic box in front of you? Oh, oh come on, give, give your uh, brethren a little more credit than that. No, you're right. You're right. Is this first podcast to ever be on? Yeah. Oh, cool. What is your favorite thing? Oh, you know what? You know what I was thinking about? I was going to say, you and Joel have a lot in common because y'all enjoy, y'all enjoy the same comedies. Like y'all's favorite movie, both of y'all's favorite movie is a Serbian film. Uh, what can I say? It's just a wholesome, <laughs> just feel good, romantic comedy. Couldn't <laughs> ask for anything better. Uh, so uh, I've never great, seen it. Great first date movie, by the way. I've never seen it. And uh, I, I, I think you know, since you listen to this, that Joel loves that movie. Like, he, like, goes to sleep to it. He, uh, he first dates, he always has, like, whenever he brings uh, his great, dates great home. First date movie, no, yeah. like, he'll, like, t- he'll, like, do a first date, like, out in, out in the wilderness. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll, uh, he's like, all right, I'm going to cook for you at home. And he'll do this, like, and he'll start cooking. For, and he's like, does that, you know, the first, you know, you know when you have your first date? Or not your first date, but when you get, all right. Come to my place. It's you know you're you're what 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 do you think? What day is that? Three, four. Yeah, that, that's fair. Let's like come over. I'm going to cook for you or something like yeah, that. Okay, that like yeah, that yeah. the real like three, four. That's reasonable. You know the next level before girlfriend, boy, boyfriend, girlfriend. You know what I mean? Kind of still like, feeling things. Out. Yeah, yeah. It's like all right. Let's see you. how this goes because you can learn a lot about somebody when you watch a meet, especially when they eat your own when they eat your food. You know what I mean? Like if you have, if you're a bad cook. And then you have to you go over to somebody's house <laughs> and on a first date and you just start eating their food and you're like, this is fucking nasty, but you can't just say that. Well, I mean, depends on how badly you want to try to get laid that night, I guess. Oh, well, true. But like, well, the thing is with that is Joel, he likes, he, he, he his always go to, he's like, he's going to make ratatouille 
and they're going to sit down and while they eat ratatouille, watch his favorite comedy, Serbian film. You Sounds like a good evening. Yeah, and it's supposed to be really funny. It's like, they say it's like, what is that booming noise? Are you here? Can you hear that? That truck just fired up outside. I think that's. Yeah, sorry guys, we're still in downtown. We are in downtown, so we're going to have a lot of car noise, but whatever. So, uh, but do you know about Joel's ratatouille recipe? No, I guess not. Well, it's my ratatouille recipe that okay. he destroyed. He destroyed. Yeah, he like I think like apparently he made this ratatouille for um, this gal one time at home, and um, it was so bad that she like went, he's gonna Joel's gonna be pissed when he hears this because I'm gonna say it wrong. <laughs> but she like went to the restroom and like yaked or something like that. Or like God ate damn. it like that, or she like he she ate it and he was like, uh, <laughs> she's like I gotta go or something like that. Like never saw her again. <laughs> but he called me, he called me and he's like asked me for this ratatouille recipe because I mean I I cook professionally. I'm never I'm not the kind of person who's like oh I want to I want to be a, an amazing cook. I want to be a I want to be a chef one day. It was like it's paying the bills, you know. And so like. Uh, they, uh, he's like, hey, dude, how do you make your attitude? So I, I give him this whole detailed process. I tell him step by step. Like, dude, seriously, if if he really wrote down what I said, it's like the great start for like a cookbook. Because I did it so well in detail. I'm like, all right, Joel, this is how you're going to do it. You're going to cut it like blah, blah, blah. I mean, I'm not going to go into detail. What I, I mean, but it was, it was, I put a lot of effort into telling him because I wanted him because he was excited. I could hear it. He sounded like he, like you got to look out for your friends. I mean, yeah, yeah, but it sound, but he sounded interested. Like he sounded like okay. Like I'm definitely going to do this. That seems like a weirdly specific thing. Like, hey, can I have this recipe? Like, well, and he and I was just wondering. I'm like, why do you want to make ratatouille? He's like, why ratatouille? Because it's not it's not hard to make, but it's vet. I mean, if you don't know how to cook, yeah, it's 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 pretty hard because it's a lot of it's vegetables. Ve- vegetables you can't. The, the vegetables can get pretty uh, pretty iffy because it's uh, you can overcook them quickly. But anyways, and so he like made this, I gave him this recipe, and then he told me. Then he didn't even tell me about it. His roommate told me about it, and then he's like, "Yeah, I went pretty bad." He made this ratatouille, and she fucking uh, left. <laughs> am, am I good on the mic, man? Because it's over here. No, yeah, you're okay, good. cool. Just wanted to double check there. Yeah, man. So you used to live in Pennsylvania, briefly. What, what do you mean by br- like briefly? Like I was there for uh, right around right around a year. Yeah. What? Uh, where were you at? Uh, Philadelphia, specifically the northern Philadelphia. Have you ever been to like Pittsburgh? No, no. I, I actually did very little traveling in the area. I was uh, I moved up there. I had a few friends, but I, in general, I was not a fan of the area, so I kind of just hunkered down and. I hear you. Well. Um, are the winters pretty brutal there? From what I've heard, they're typically not bad. I had the rotten luck of moving up for like the second shittiest winter on record. Really? So, yeah, you know, never driven in snow before. First day it snows. I'm driving home from work and I'm just cruising along. And all of a sudden my truck just starts drifting sideways. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and end up in, I end up in a snowbank, but fortunately... Get back on the road, no problem. But you know, just crap my pants a little. But you know, outside <laughs> of that, I was good. But I guess the best part was I still had Texas plates on my truck. Yeah, and you know, little four wheel drive truck. So I just put in four wheel drive, fourth gear, and just cruise along because I have Texas plates. No one wants to be near me. Yeah, of course. So they're like, oh hell no, and getting way the hell away. I'm like, awesome. I got all the room I need. But you, uh, you and I are both South Texas boys. Yeah, so very much so. I'm from a little town, Quero, that, that I've mentioned plenty of times. The town, if the highway that that's off is 183, if you keep on going through it, you end up in a little a smaller town, substantially smaller, really. How many? Uh, Goliad. That's where you grew up, uh, right? City limits is around 2000, I think. Well, did you grow up in Goliad or just the area or you just go to high school there? Or- uh, it was kind of a mix. I, um, I was, I'm originally from Victoria, okay. so, you know, like the next county over. And Victoria is, so, so Goliath, dude, to drive to Goliath from here, it's, it's almost, it's a solid 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. And so, but to drive from Goliath to Victoria, what, it's a little bit shorter, huh? It'd be like driving from here to Victoria. Victoria is like 
it's probably like 25, like yeah, 25, 20. 30 minutes. So like, yeah. So I mean, that's kind of like goes in hand in hand with the, they call us a crossroads area. Yeah. And so like, uh, everything's connected, man. Just yeah. Stick on a hot, get on any highway and you'll end up in pretty much all the areas. Exactly. And so enough. like, so like we're in the, like we're Morgan and I grew up, we're an hour and a half to an hour, hour and a half, two hours away from every major city, except for that freaking godforsaken land in Southern Oklahoma, Dallas. I was about to say, is Dallas even actually in Texas? Uh, not anymore. Okay, I didn't think so. I mean, I think they were like pleading their case, but uh, they we got past those crocodile tears, Morgan. <laughs> it's funny. Like one time, I said I say that a lot to people. I'm like, um, oh, look at that. What is that? Is that a Some, gecko? Salamander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wild. Everything looks so fake. It looks like it looks like a a, a soundstage. Watch something on Netflix with like a salamander just freaking partying. He's wasted. Yeah, it's, you never realize how weird animals look until you like really just stop and like, whoa, what the hell? Yeah. Huh. Look at that. Look how many there are. Ooh, I like them, but I wouldn't touch it. No. That's what I've heard that before. Doug, I like you, but I wouldn't touch you. <laughs> if, if, if I had a nickel for every time I heard that. I like it, but I'm not going to touch it. Yep. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, but like I'll say that to people sometimes. Like um, every major city except for that, that Dallas place. No, like, and and uh, Fort Worth. but uh, Fort yeah. Worth is great. Have you been to Fort Worth? Briefly. It's awesome. And honestly, Dal Dallas is a beautiful city. It really is, but uh, it's, it's always weird talking to people like from you know other states, and they're like, "Oh, I know, I know someone in Dallas." I'm like, "Oh, that's nice. Like, they might as well live five states away from me." What's your point? No, yeah, for sure. Like, oh, you're from Texas. They just don't realize how vast it is. Look at them go. They're gonna do it. Or is he killing her? Him? Now they're doing it. Nah, yeah. Wow, Morgan, I'm so happy we get to share this with each other. Oh my God, another one's getting in. Salamander's getting freaky. Awesome. Yeah, there's three of them. Four? Oh, shit, four. You see, guys, uh, all that weird shit you watch on the internet, it's all in your DNA. It's just about survival, I suppose. It's about keeping it, keep, keeping on, keeping on. Oh, my God. They're turning into like a softball of salamanders just doing it, making passionate salamander love. Oh. See, I hate to say it, but I almost wish, like, there was some narration or subtitles or something, so if we knew if it was like a full-on orgy or just like a gangbang. Because <laughs> clearly there's a distinction. Uh, yeah. It looks like <laughs> the latter of the two, because this guy's like swimming away. Yeah, that was... Oh, uh, he's got his prize. He's, he's, he's out. <laughs> God. <laughs> so we were talking about Dallas, but then all I say is like when I do that, and the people are like, what about Amarillo? What about McAllen? I'm like, come guys, come on, don't don't ruin my. Yeah, I, I've quote. Met, I've met one person from McAllen. I met, and they were cool. No, McAllen, and apparently McAllen is a pretty big town, and so is uh, Midland. That's a big town. Have you been to Midland? If I did, I don't remember. Yeah, me neither. I got a my old a chef. One of my I consider my mentor, my old chef Johnny. He um he's from Midland, and he said it was uh. Pretty interesting way to grow up. Look, now the freaking salamander's on fire. What's going on over here, man? Poor bastards. What uh what uh do you read uh do you read comics and stuff like that? I think we talked about this a little bit. Uh, a few here and there. D did you ever get into Walking Dead? Uh for a little bit. I kind of just stopped. I, part of me wants to go back and pick it up again, but So like I remember um <clears throat> I'm going to hear one of my, I'll tell you a story about a time I got broken up with. It was a mutual thing, but we'll give it to her. Like, I was like, she won the, well, the breakup. Well, you tell me, uh, I freaking, um, can you hear me? All right. Like yeah, just yeah. cross the room. Yeah, we're good. Okay. So, uh, so like, uh, Kyle obviously can hear you pretty well. Cause I've had, I have headphones on Morgan doesn't, I forgot to bring another pair of headphones. Uh, so he, he's the one. So that is, uh, going without, so well, that means I just don't have to listen to the soundboard, so. Yeah, well, I didn't even think about that. What can I do? Oh, frick. Oh, the ray gun. And so, uh, <laughs> so um, I was uh, dating this really sweet lady, and 
I, I did like, I did like her. I actually met her, uh, courting somebody else. Oh, that's Does that make sense? Yeah, that's always kind of awkward. Though. It's like the first time I'm, it's the first time I met, the first time I met her was the first time I like went out to meet this other gal. So it was like first time we met, all three of us met. You know what I mean? It was like the Tinder days. And, and it's not even four before, before Tinder. I think I just like slid in some DMs <laughs> on Instagram. Anyways, and so like I met up with them. I was on crutches because like my foot was like a week away from being fully healed. I broke my foot doing pull-ups, Morgan. Think about that. Wait, wait. Yeah. I refuse to. This hurts my brain. What no, yeah. Mean? I'll tell you about that. I'll, I'll tell that story some other time. <laughs> But so I'm on crutches. Like I broke, I mean, my foot was seriously broken. Thank God I didn't have to have surgery. Uh, but I had three broken metatarsals. Did you even know there's the name of bones? Yeah. It's like your little toe bones and shit. Yeah. No. Well, it's like, uh, the, or, the, yeah, yeah. Like the, where the toe meets the, uh, where the toe meets the foot, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Anyways, I know what you're talking about. I, you know, anatomy, seen, biology. I kind of slept through those classes a bit. My bad. Well, the way you were talking about brain matter the other day, I figure you know bodies pretty well. Sorry. Should I not have said that? <laughs> uh, that was not a by choice thing. So uh, why did you laugh at that? Uh-oh. Because there are some things in life you got to laugh. Otherwise, they'll just Take traumatize it. you. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so I was on this date. All right, meet up or whatever. And we went to a bar called Red Seven. It's now Barracuda in Austin. Oh, yeah, yeah. I so, was there uh, many times over the years. I yeah. Was, I was bummed. So cool bar. I was bummed to find out it had changed over. Yeah, Barracuda's cool. I mean, it's just it's obviously not Red. I mean, yeah. it's the same building. It's just not Red Seven. Red Seven, there's just so many. And I, mean, I had so many, uh, before I moved away, man, so many memories of going to awesome shows there and meeting so many cool people. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I, uh, was there and then she, uh, this girl showed up and it was her friend and her and I, I met the, the, the one I went to meet was awesome. Awesome. But the other, her friend showed up, we just hit it off and the girl, the, the girl I went to see, she's like. I'm going. Y'all two should get a cab together. Ah, okay. And I'm like, oh, okay. That works. And so, like, uh, we got in this cab. It was a very strange. It was like Lone Star. I don't know if you've been in Lone Star cabs in Austin, but they're notorious for being the sketchiest cab service probably of all time. No, I, I can't say I've had. And of course, well, like, yeah. Well, of course, I get in the cab with her, with her, and it's like a sketchy ass. Um, a tip like what you should expect from this cab service and so uh anyways we get dropped off nothing happens we just hung out she uh just we hung out on front porch had a few more drinks and then she went home like nothing crazy but we exchanged numbers and we hit it off and we next one thing led to another we started dating and like to the point where it's like boyfriend girlfriend you know and then i got a new job and i had to work really early days and she worked like she worked regular hours, but my days would end like at like two in the afternoon and I'd come home and I'd start my uh, decompression. Yeah. It's so like, yeah, so okay. like 10 o'clock wrap around and I'd be dead. Yeah. But, um, so there's like a solid week where I just forgot that I even had a girlfriend <laughs> and I, and I, it sounds awful and I hate that I just said that on the mic, <laughs> but it's like, it's true. And she texted me or called how, me. How many guys have used that excuse before? Oh my god! I, I forgot I had a girlfriend. Yeah, and like, and it just sounds so shitty to say that, but it's just like it simply was like I was just so consumed in my new job and everything, and it's just bad timing. And no, so one day she's like, uh, "Yo, you need to come down here to Casino South and hang out with me and my friends and stuff." I'm like, okay, so I I didn't have a car at the time, so I cabbed it down there, and. uh She's like, uh, I go in there and the guy's like her friend. He's a really nice guy. So like, oh my God, you're so excited for the season finale of uh, Walking Dead. I'm like, I don't watch this fucking show. Like, I don't, I'm like, no. <laughs> so I kind of have this like chip on my shoulder. I'm like, no, I don't watch that. Sh I don't watch it. So I don't know what's going on. And then she's like, can we go outside? I'm like, yeah, please. She's like, so do you want this to work or not? I'm like, you know what? I, I, 
I think I just bit off more than I can chew. And she's like, I'm going to go ahead and call you a cab singer. I'm like, damn. I'm like, you don't have to call me a cab. I'm like, I can call my own cab. But instead, because my foot's healed at this time, my foot, my foot's finally back to normal. Like, oh, well, I mean, I haven't been on a long walk. I'm like, I'm just going to walk home. I'm on the east side of Austin. Didn't realize how far away I live. <laughs> I walked eight miles home. That'll do it. It was a really nice night, though. So, anyways, that's, uh, that's when I think about The Walking Dead. I think about that. So, just to, to make sure I'm following this correctly, you showed up. Mm-hmm. And because you didn't share the same level of enthusiasm for a show as oh. one of her friends. Well, she wanted me to just to be there. Don't forget a whole week of me not even reaching out to her. I can't oh, believe okay. that she, I can't believe she even like let invited me down there. And then I went down there and I just I just let it fall apart. Oh. You know what I mean? Cuz I was like I don't so, You know what I mean? Like if you I'm, I'm trying to figure out who fault lies with here. I say like, all right, cool. Yeah, you should have gotten in touch with her. No, fault lies with me. All of it. The whole thing's my fault. She was great. Yeah. She was awesome. And then, like, uh, I was like, I'm just going to let the, let, like, when she's like, she even gave me a way out. She's like, do you want this to work? And I'm like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, like, I just, like, I just had so much going on. But, uh, anyways, she's doing really great. She's actually married, moved on, done, okay. doing her damn thing. Yeah, she owns her own business now. Dude, she kicks ass. Like, we ran into each other a few times afterwards and stuff. Like, no hard feelings. You know what I mean? Like she was, gr- she grinded, she grinded away too. So I mean, like more power to her. Yeah, I, feel like I, I think we all have those exes where it's like, yeah, no, I'm gonna carry that grudge till the day I die. But there's always the ones. It's like, you know what? You're happy. You're doing good. Good for you. I feel like the grudges that carry on the longest are the ones from the younger, like when you're younger. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the high school breakups are the ones that hurt the worst, kind of thing. You know? So I mean, granted, I mean, I've had some pretty heartfelt breakups but as an as a grown man i was thinking more you know you find out she's fucking one of your buddies but you know that's another story for another day you're fucking one of my buddies only on tuesdays (laughs) let's see what this is going on so i took a test for my uh uh sake sommelier level three and i still haven't that dude, that dude that's walking by, you see him? Yeah. I call him the walks. The walks. The walks. Because all he does is walk. He walks in front of me. Like, dude, he, like why, when we start, rec- right before we start recording, he walked over that, he walked past that way. Then he walks that way. And then he walks, dude, he just like, and he like just walks around town. Well, he, he's clearly an older dude. Props to him for, you know, getting out and getting his exercise and trying to stay, you know, kind of healthy. I mean, yeah. I guess I don't know. I don't know him. Maybe he's. I don't know him either. I mean, you know, you, may, maybe he's just like running back and forth between his house and his sex dungeon. I don't know. He's very friendly, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did have a sex dungeon. Does a dungeon have to be in the ground? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I mean, I, I feel like it should. Have you been in a dungeon? How about that? Have you ever been in the Have you ever been in the sex dungeon, Morgan? No, I have not. No, one day. Yeah, it's bucket list. I know some there, people. Yeah. When's the next time you're going to be in Vegas? I've never been to Vegas. I haven't either. <laughs> so, but I just imagine if I would find if I if I, I I'd imagine the nearest place to find a sex dungeon would be in Las Vegas. Oh, there's bound to be one in Austin. I there's mean. bound to be one in Quero, dude. Dude, I I shouldn't say this. Small towns, people get up some weird shit. I mean, you know, when you don't have a movie theater to go to, bro, you got to entertain yourself somehow. Dude, small town living, man. These fools start fucking chattering at this bar. And they're, Morgan, stop looking at the damn window. You're freaking me out, man. Uh, dude, I'm looking at you, asshole. You're oh. sitting in front of the window. Well, you see, but you look at me and you like look up. That's like telltale sign that you hired somebody to shoot me in the head. Okay, dude. So, if, if, if they're shooting from the from outside, don't let them break my windows. Well, no, I well, one I wouldn't, but two, if hypothetically I did, I, 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 I'm directly in like the lot, like line of sight. So if there's any over penetration, I'm fucked. But you, that's the risk you're willing to take to cover this up. So when you when it when it comes up, like why didn't 
why did they come in and then sneak behind him and then shoot him instead of shooting through the window? Like, yeah, that's Doug, why I'm kind of facing this way. Because Doug really likes his windows. Got the, got the arm and shoulder kind of protecting the vitals if something goes down. Morgan, I have a feeling if you were to get me assassinated, you would, know, you would definitely take a bullet to cover up. You know what I mean? Be like, I didn't do it. Look, I got shot too. Well, if it's any consolation, I am far, far too broke to afford a hitman, so you're safe. You'd be surprised. If for, if, <laughs> if for no other reason, then I am too fucking poor. I like how our, how our uh, express lane friendship has be turned into a freaking homicide scenario. Eh, it happens. I was saying something, though, before you said that. Oh, sex dungeons. Mm -hmm. So like, I forget? Dude, so the sex dungeon thing, um, freaking, uh, I, people always tell me that, like, oh, you know, this person, this person, this person, I'm like, I know who they are. I don't know. I'm like, they're freaking, uh, swingers. I'm like they are like, yeah. I'm like, uh, how do you know that? Like, cause they try to pick me up. I'm like, tried or did they're like, well, uh, huh. Yeah. I said, um, sorry if my mother's listening to this, but if a swinger <laughs> couple came in here and they're like, Hey, uh, you know, you know, they're thinking about having some drinks, have a fishbowl, put your keys in there later. You want to stop by? I'd be like, uh, yeah, probably. I'm a single guy. Why not? Well, you know what? It, it takes a man who's very confident in himself to be, be cool with a devil's threesome. So props to you. Well, I would imagine there would be a lot of devils in there. A lot of ding dongs <laughs> flying around. Hopefully, oh, there's a lot of hootenanny, too. Well, it, one would hope. I don't mind. I'll, I'll have a time of my life. <laughs> and then I just like know everybody a little bit better. And then I'll be, then I'll be like the pillar of the community they want, that they want me to be. Ah, yes. It's, it's all about integrating into your community. No, I probably wouldn't do that because it's like bad for, I don't know, it, wouldn't even, it wouldn't be bad for business. But it's just like, you know, it's just not my style. But at the same time. You hear a lot in these walls. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about you yet, Morgan. I've said a lot about you. Well, that's, that's, I'm okay with that. I feel like I need to get this on a chest. So I was looking at somebody the other day. I'm like, you know, Morgan that comes in here and hangs out here every time. They're like, yeah, like I really like him. I'm like, yeah, you should probably watch out for that guy. Hmm. Huh. Like he's really into, uh, he's really into some weird stuff. That's between me, the internet, and the FBI. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I never said that to anybody. <laughs> no, but I, I, I don't really have any ties to Quero, so I can't imagine too many people having much to say. Dude, people love you, man. People love you in here. They're always like, they always like uh, some of the regulars always ask about you. Oh, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, you kind of try to always have fun because you get you get a lot of cool people in here i will say that so. well you know morgan morgan gets what i'm doing over here at my bar um because i am just trying to introduce like proper cocktail to a small community not because they need it and it, but they deserve it you know what i mean like we deserve and like goliad gonzalez everybody surrounding we all deserve to have a, a really great drink you know yeah. and have really great conversation and stuff um, I know, I know my attitude can get in the way sometimes because some people just don't get what I'm trying to do. And I just, uh, cause I don't work for anybody. I work for myself. So when somebody's like, I don't like this, it's a, to me, it's like, it's stabbing like right in the heart. You know, uh, it's like, yeah, Oh no. I've cause like when I work at restaurants and stuff like that and somebody's like, Oh, I just don't like it. I'm like, Oh yeah, no problem. Let's get out of the way because I didn't buy the, I mean, I'm getting paid, you know what I mean? No matter what. I'm providing a great experience, but you know, it's not, I'm just not connected as tightly as an owner, you know? So, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, when, when you produce something, it's totally different. Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, I, I served you someone else's thing. Yeah. As, I mean, I don't, hell, even for me, uh, I'm, I've gotten a lot better at it. I'm fairly good at someone, if they can, if they can do it properly, you know, you know what? The same for me. I don't care for it. Okay, cool. Let's let's find you something oh you God, it's a little bit closer. Something that you know you will enjoy, and I'm happy to work with people like that. But there you go. Oh, oh sorry, buddy. sorry. Yeah, yeah no, that's it. Yeah, there you go. That'd be perfect. All right, cool. Yeah. But every once perfect. in a while, you get someone who you know will we'll take a drink of something and they scrunch their nose up and stick their tongue out, and it's like you handed a fucking five year old cough syrup, and you're going, no. Like, I know for a fact that even if you don't care for that, you know, whatever it was you just drank, 
that is not that bad. No, yeah. But like, the thing you is, fucking grow up. That's just, that's rude to everyone involved in this. Yeah, absolutely. And like, uh, you see, so you you are a you you have a way of life that you. I don't know how to make alcohol. Mm. You know how to make alcohol. Like just just it's just in your blood. So like you know what I mean. So like for me, when I take when I take somebody's product and then I like put it into a drink you know what i mean and i put a lot of time effort and i think about it because you know how passionate about every bottle on my back bar only like oh, 50, yeah, yeah. only 15 bottles on my back bar so it's but like each one of those bottles you can yeah give a history a rundown exactly what it's good for what it's not so it's like and like i know why this works i know why this is going to happen and i know why this is going to taste great and i put it in like i don't like it it's like dude do you realize how much effort not only I put into this, but everybody around the planet sometimes. Some of the drinks I make, like the Chartreuse Swizzle. The Chartreuse Swizzle is Velvet Falernum, which is made in Barbados, which is a Caribbean liqueur that is a spice liqueur. Uh, crucial for a lot of uh, Caribbean tiki cocktails. It's going to have freshly squeezed lime juice, freshly squeezed, squeezed pineapple juice, and an ounce and a half. Uh, or just, yeah, an ounce and a half. I can't remember right now. But uh yeah, it's a half of a chartreuse. And then the ice that goes in there is like, dude, every single one of these comes from a different part of the planet. And mm. everybody puts so much time and effort. And it just makes this this like super lush, decadent drink that is really, it's hard for people to describe because they never had anything like it. You know, and it's like not, and like, don't learn them. The whole entire uh, place making that. Like chartreuse, man, that takes like, that recipe was created in 1605. It was in production in 1726. Like that whole entire, the, the production has been, Chartreuse have been being made longer than we've been a nation. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, so it's crazy to think about. And so it's like, so when somebody's like, I just don't like it. It's like, I get why you don't like it. I mean, that's fine. Like you don't, but it's like, but don't deny that it's not, don't deny that it's good. Yeah. You know, cause you don't like, cause like I can have it, a drink. It was still well made and yes. there was still effort put into it yes. and it deserves at least a level of respect for what it is. Exactly. So it's like, you know, it's like put there's a lot of effort put into this and it's not just me. It's a lot of freaking people, you know? So that's it. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I do have to, I do have to wonder though, cause you're talking about, you know, making drinks that you know, people in this area don't really have a frame of reference for. Yeah. Are, do you find like people like, maybe don't necessarily have the palate for it or just having to adjust and learn? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So um, it's not necessarily the palate because people try things all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, like even small town folks, like, you know, like they, 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 there's always something new. Our HEB is always bringing us something new. I remember when HB did a huge market push for Hatch Chili's. I didn't even know what a Hatch Chili was when they started doing that. And that was like, nice. you know, that's like five years ago. You know what I mean? So, like, it's like something, or maybe a little bit longer than that. I, but. I always hear good things about the one here. I need to actually go check it out sometime because... I hate going to buy groceries. Yeah, no, for sure. Like you but go to I've, the, I've heard a lot of good things about that one. The fruit section always dude, there's 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 cane, uh, sugar cane at the H B up there right now. No shit. Yeah. So it's just like so what I'm getting at is it's just like it's when it comes to trying things, the opportunity is here. It's not as vast as a major city. Mm-hmm. So when I so when I put when I put a drink in front of somebody, the flavor profile is gonna be uh, extreme. It's going to be because of Amaro's or digestives that I, that I mix in there. But well, well, before I'd come here, you know, I'd you know, Fernet Bronca. I, yeah, you know, I, I I definitely enjoy it now. But like that first time walking in here and having drinks, you drop some fucking knowledge on me. Yeah, man. dude, it's pretty cool, Haven't man. You, like, whoa, I have never. Like I didn't realize shit like this existed. Yeah, exactly. And so, uh, so it's not even that. Like the biggest issue to cross, the biggest line to cross with people is um, the price point, because all of our drinks are doubles. We only use quality liquors. Like we don't say well. Mm. We don't have well liquors. We have house liquors. You know what I mean? Because we're not gonna, we're not going to bastardize our hard work in bottle selection with the term well. And that's just me being me and just trying to showcase how that this is anything we put in front of you is well thought through and special. Like even if it's going to be um, like a, a well, like our, our well whiskey and Coke, which 
obviously you can't necessarily get here but you know uh but still and there's nothing wrong with that though we don't have anything wrong with those types of drinks come but, in and demand a whiskey and coke just to watch doug turn all kinds of colors yeah it's fun. well it's not it's not it's not that i don't want you to have whiskey and coke i just want you to step out of your comfort zone you know what i mean once you try something a little bit different oh and call his drinks fancy oh my god damn it dude no and so yeah and so, and so <laughs> like when you say and people always think it's so weird and i say that obviously i hate the word fancy because it just sounds it just sounds weird but then also when it comes to fancy it's like we're not doing anything fancy we're just making you proper cocktails that you deserve and that it's like just because you're in Quero, wait oh so a tom collins with with simple syrup that we make freshly squeezed lemon juice and two ounces of gin shaken with with and then poured into a glass and topped off with toe you go that's fancy so you do that I at mean, home granted i'm an uncultured heathen but i don't know of any other bars in the immediate area that are making their own syrups i'm not going to say they don't exist i'm just not necessarily aware of it. It's weird because, like, whenever I hear anybody in this area even refer to making their own simple syrup, they say it like, not like, oh, we make our own simple syrups. Like, with pride, they say, like, yeah, we ran out of this, our, the simple syrup that we buy, so we had to make our own. Like, the kind of the, like, like, the opposite well they're looking at that as extra work yeah it's I mean, like it's like oh god having my own simple serves like you should always make your own simple yeah. serve you should know exactly what you're giving your guests at all times well, i mean yeah you you know you've you've done your time in the kitchens and all that yeah you, know, you know abhorring unnecessary work of course yeah of course yeah and so um, in, in your eyes with what you're doing here you view that as a necessary step i do so, i mean, I mean Morgan, like for, for my, you didn't get to try the chili dog special I did, but no, I, I missed out on that. So one. like the chili dog special was, um, for the Stroh's game. It was for the last Stroh's game. RIP Stroh's. But, uh, they freaking, uh, I was like, you know, uh, I'm going to do a chili dog special freaking. And I had cracker jacks and stuff. It was like, you know, it was like real cutesy and stuff, but like, uh, I'd rather I mean, so baseball and chili dogs. You can't go wrong. There, exactly. Right? I mean I'd rather somebody look at me if, and say, if, unless you're like me and you don't give a rat's ass about baseball, but no, but I mean, it's just the camaraderie and like a, a, a opportunity to make some money. Yeah. But dude, I, if I put a drink in front of you, Morgan, I'd rather you say that is so cute. than be like, that's fancy. You know what I mean? I'd rather you be like, this is the cutest dr drink I've ever seen. That's what I, I'd be like. Thank you. Cutest drink I've ever seen. Now I'm trying to think of what would qualify as the cutest drink I've ever seen. Uh, oh shit. I, a cosmopolitan. No, that's sexy. Uh, what about a uh, one of my tiki drinks? One of my tiki drinks—they get pretty cute. Well, you, you got that one little mug with the tiki with you get the round ass on the back. Oh, that's kind of cute little ass on it. I always give you uh, that short <laughs> green one that's all tilted. <laughs> yeah. You ever notice that? I always like make weird drinks and put them in that one for you because yeah. it's just the most awkward glass I have. <laughs> but anyways, uh, what was I saying? Help me out here. Uh, chili dogs. Oh, so. And you know those memes are like nobody colon and it says nothing and it says me and it's like some <laughs> bullshit it's like nobody nobody wants this but i'm like well if i'm gonna do a chili dog special that nobody asked for i better make my own chili dog sauce oh and well if i'm gonna do that I better make my own mustard <laughs> i better make my own mayonnaise i'm like whipping mayonnaise i'm like making mustard from scratch making chili dog sauce from scratch okay you, you keep saying chili dog sauce maybe i'm just an uncultured heathen and i'm saying what it wrong is, it's hot dog sauce what is the difference between hot dog sauce and chili and chili so uh hot dog sauce is a very yankee thing and well i mean i guess it works down here too because i would never make what i made back there and call it chili no mm -hmm. way because if a texan came and tried that they'd, they'd be like tastes like chili kind of looks like chili but this isn't yeah, chili no. yeah you know what i mean it's like so hot dog sauce is essentially a chili based sauce designed to put on top of a hot dog okay. you know what i mean so it's not super chunky it's more like ground beef based a little different consistency consistency is different okay, it's yeah, a little yeah. bit more loose it's like more it's more just to put like an, like an ounce and a half on top of a hot dog and it's all like huge chunks you know what i mean so mm -hmm. that's why that's why it's hot dog sauce as, as much as i hate to be a walking stereotype i do get indignant when i see chili with beans in it oh my god no please do and like uh <laughs> that's what your wrestling name should be the indignant because <laughs> you indignant. use that you use that word all the time and i love it it's a good word no it is a good word no but like so seriously contrarian. 
What? Contrarian. You say contrarian a lot. I don't even yeah. know what that means. You say it sometimes. I'm like, yeah, it's a great it word. Means, you know it means. means when you're just a disagreeable prick for the sake of being a disagreeable prick. Indeed. I can get behind And I that. like that. <laughs> <laughs> it speaks to me. I relate to this notion. So, with all that said, um, I don't even know why we're talking about chili dogs. Yeah. I think it's just going in line. Doing things the hard way yeah, and just, doing it right. I can't leave good enough alone. I've never been able to. I've never been able to, man. I've always had to go a step above. I always have, and I probably always will. Like this morning, I woke up at four, like, four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, fuck. Like, I kind of, like, I'm just thinking about a drink. I'm like, I should have, I should do it this way. Like this morning. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Go back to sleep. Well, you got to love those aha moments. Yeah, for they're, sure. They're great because it's like, gives you an answer to a problem you didn't realize you had. And it's like, Oh, well fuck, this makes perfect sense. No, for sure, dude. And then like, uh, I went up to, uh, have I been doing it this old way? No. Yeah, for sure. And it's like, you know, like you were saying earlier, my salty dog, I, I use a lava salt because I told you the consistency and you're like, yeah, I just you're like, I don't like salty drinks, but for some reason this hits pretty hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause it's a different grain texture. It's a different flavor profile. I mean, there's just so much more going on in this. It just adds a different, it, it's, it's aesthetically pleasing, you know, it's so funny. Pat. What is that? I'm like dirt. And I put a drink in front of him. <laughs> oh, my, my favorite is washing people's glasses, you know, in between drinks because, you know, we're a small place and we can't afford to constantly be just going, burning through every glass we have. Yeah. So, you know, give it a rinse, a good thorough rinse, and they always ask, oh, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What the hell is that you're putting in there?" Bleach. <laughs> like what? It's, yeah, yeah. I gotta kill the taste. It's, no, it's water, jackass. Yeah, wow. <laughs> that's like uh, people like. I'll smell the bottles, and I smell the drinks, and I smell it. Right when I put stuff in a shaker, it's like, dude, some of my ingredients. Some of the cocktails have six touches in it. Touches meaning a bottle that I touch put in there. Mm -hmm. And when I get to like the fourth one, I'm like, what it? I'm like, that put the, the liqueur in there? So I have to smell it. You know what I mean? So I smell it. And I'm like, oh, it's in there. You know what I mean? Like, that, I'm like, did I fucking put vodka in here? I mean, did I put uh, booze in here? Yeah, you got to. Yes. So smell, okay. Yeah. And so there's one person like, why do you always smell everything? Is everything okay? Over there? Is there any, it's like spoiled. I'm like. No, like I, like you literally just saw me squeeze this juice thirty minutes ago. It's like I did. I'm just making sure that it's what I'm. It's what I promise you. It's going to be, you know. And then so, or like when I when I um do a lot of bartenders' choices. A lot of my a lot of my regulars, especially you, let me uh just have some fun. So like I'll I'll hit it with a certain syrup. I'll hit it with this. I'll hit it with that. And then uh I'll I'll open the bottle and I'll smell the booze. I'm like, well, this is this gonna work? Like, is it, is it what, you know what I mean? So people are like, so what is this called? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, you're, you're basically like doing really complicated pairings on the fly. Yeah, for sure. And it's just like, uh, but I love it. You know what I mean? And, uh, my brother, my idiot brother, David, nah, he's not, he's cool. <laughs> but like, I always, I always try to challenge him with that stuff. When I get order my, like, he'll be working the bar. I'm like, maybe whatever you want. I'm like, I don't want something off the menu. He just looks at me like, you motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, right now. I'm like, yeah, dude, come. I'm like, come on, give it a shot. And he, uh, go, go nuts. See what you come up with. He came up with a drink one time and it was, uh, and I'm like, do you realize you made a variation of a Harvey Wallbanger? And he's like, nope. I'm like, I'm going to fix this up for you. And we're going to call it the Davy Wallbanger. And it was on the menu and it was oh, yeah, really yeah, that good. Was, no, that was a good drink. And it was essentially, um, it was essentially a, um, Harvey Wallbanger variation, and he essentially came. I mean, uh, granted, I I tweaked it, but he he did a good job, and so I um, you know, simply because I gave him the opportunity to do so, and he an opportunity he never asked for, you know. So, anyways, oh yeah, that's God damn it! I just poured a drink into another. So I just married my drinks. Now there's so much ice that I can't even drink it. Hold on. <laughs> Um, I know I'm supposed to be talking because you don't want silence, but no, it's fine. No, silence is fine. Sometimes like me and Joel are like, yeah, no, I, I was just busy watching the shit show. I couldn't help myself. So like when Joel and I, like, uh, when we do have breaks of silence, or whatever, we con sometimes we look at each other, like say something, like say something, like, right, say something. <laughs> and it's like, uh, but when you listen back to it, it's like, sometimes those breaks are needed because as a listener, it's like. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just keep on drilling them in the brain with just, like, rambles, which mm -hmm. I do 
ramble. You know what I mean? So like sometimes you, it like like a quick little three second break, whatever. It feels like an eternity because we're recording right now, and like to the point where you even said something. It's like, could I get that? It feels like when you take that like breather. Kind of just yeah. Set it feels it feels forever. It feels forever, and so like, but it, it, it seriously was two seconds. I'm just realizing, like, I'm drinking right by my microphone, so there's gonna be like so much ice clinking. Yeah, that, see, that's why that's that's the reason that you would need headphones to to stop yourself from doing that because it's definitely it's doing it. You can hear it. You can the, the, the ice. So stuff, I, I apologize. No, for- don't apologize. You don't have headphones. You don't know. Like I have the headphones. So, but with that, well, stuff, you could have fucking corrected me. No, I would have stopped doing it. It's your first podcast. <laughs> You never use you never use this kind of rig before. It's like it's new to you, man. And you don't even you don't even have uh you don't even have a uh yeah, you don't have any reference. Yeah, fair. So every time you hear this, that's Morgan. And it's only it's only Morgan. Except for that time. No, every time. <laughs> I'm I am professional. I do not um allow ice shaking on the mic ever in the trucks behind me that are driving by those are morgan's fault too everyone and i'm i'm pretty sure apartheid was also my fault so my bad on that one what's apartheid oh i just made a really really shitty joke about the institutionalized racism in south africa that went on for like decades and it was pretty fucking awful you did that yeah, I'm on I, this. I, I think it was my fault. Yeah, so my bad, guys. Uh, hopefully, we're cool now. What? When did this happen? Where was I? Was I sitting right here? Yeah, you were. You were off in La La Land talking, bragging about your drinks and shit, and apparently, I was causing problems. You were saying some <laughs> while I was freaking <laughs> rambling. You were saying some off the wall stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm so lost. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, let, let's just let that one go okay. and move along. Like, where was I? <laughs> well, I won't say what we were saying earlier then. <laughs> Words to live by. I won't say what I said earlier then. Yeah. <laughs> the quote of my life. The, the, that's going to be the, my epitaph. I won't say what I was thinking then. <laughs> Right up there with hold my beer and watch this shit. <laughs> What's your best hold my beer moment? Uh, I'm not sure the statute of limitations has run out on that yet. Oh, so. no, me too. A lot of mine had to do with fighting. Yeah. So, or, you broke it! Damn it! <laughs> I'm just kidding. You're good. Oh, it's, that's You're what sucks good. about like fight stories. It's They can either be really funny, but... Most of the time, it just comes off like you're a douchebag. Oh yeah, no, yeah. every time, and not not all. I mean, not all the time, but most of the time. And then, like, uh, dude, Joel said a freaking fight story that he was in in uh, Hollywood last week, and it had me in freaking tears, dude. About he's like talking about. Um, he was like into like making doing accents. Uh, when he uh, starting shit with like some people from, from Queens, like, Queens, yeah, like. He's like, I've been in Queens the past 22 years. I've been in Queens 22 years. I've never seen you there. And they just fucking beat the shit out of them. I, yeah, I, I kind of have a hard time blaming him on that one. Oh, he's just a dummy. <laughs> if, if, if you're going out of your way to talk shit, well, eh, you know. Uh, one I mean, time, I, I realized he was drunk. And oh, we, yeah. we've all gotten drunk and mouthed off. And Oh, I've seen Joel. I've seen Joel ha- rattle off to people sometimes, and I had to, like, step up to him and be like, hey, dude, calm down. Like, because <laughs> you're, you're the one that's going to get beat up, and I'm the one that's going to have to freaking pick up the slack. It's like, I don't want to get in this fight because you deserve what's going to happen to you. One time, Joel came up to me and a bunch of babes in front of uh, at a turkey fest party when we were kids, and I didn't like Joel at the time. And a matter of fact, I would do anything to keep him away from me. And he walked up to these gals I was talking to and me, and he's like, uh, so what do you ever wonder what would happen if a Ferris wheel, the Ferris wheel fell over and, and just killed like all those kids and those girls look at him and look at me and go, do you know him? I'm like, no, I'm like, yeah. And Joel's like, yeah, you do. I'm, I, I'm, uh, I'm Doug. You're Doug. I'm Joel. Like we're friends. I'm like, no, we're not. 
no, we're not. And he's like, yeah, we are. We're friends. Those girls get up and walk away. I'm like, I'm like, Joel, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, what? And I like walk away from him. I, I've, I've been that asshole on the other side of the equation, sometimes on purpose, sometimes just being poorly socialized. So eh, I get it. Are you fishermen? No, not really. My, as far as into fishing, I go is I'll go out with some friends and throw some lines and drink beer and shoot the shit with them. You ever been shark I've, fishing? No, I've done a fair bit of fishing out in the Gulf, but never specifically for shark. Cause your pops, a your pops, a fisherman, right? Or no, uh, he, grandfather's heavy into fishing. My dad enjoys it. Not on the same level mm. he does, but you know, go out sailing in the Gulf a lot. Yeah, when, see, when I was a lot, when I was younger, I've never been on a sailboat. Uh, it's it's fun. Yeah, I'd imagine. I was telling Joel that I wanted to uh, get uh, the the Austin Yacht Club to selling lessons like once a week during the summer. Oh yeah, spring and summer, and, I, and for free. And I really wanted to do. It. I just never did. I just never did. Maybe that's something I could do. Maybe I could do. Well, no chill December. Did I tell you about no chill December? Uh. I heard about it on the on the podcast. Well, you don't yeah. have. It's not. We're not trying. We're not even asking anybody to do with this. But I'm doing working out, mm. and and I'm not. I'm not. I mean, maybe cut back on my drinking. <laughs> maybe I should cut back on my drinking as well. I'm trying to convince Joel into eating junk food, like with no chill though. Just, like, like that's go what so he, hard. Like to the point where he's posting about it so much. Somebody's like, "Dude, you need to fucking stop eating all that shit." Like you have a problem. Yeah, this is not healthy. On the podcast, you mentioned fruit roll-ups, but I was kind of like whispering in his ear. I'm like, dude, no, dude, like, just go all out. Just eat a bunch of junk food, like Taco Bell, freaking Cheeseburger Island or whatever. I don't know. What the fuck did I just say that for? Uh, freaking, Cheeseburger uh, Island. That's I meant, uh, oh, my God. Are we going to start a fast food chain called Cheeseburger Island? That's awesome. With, like, awesome dope burgers and tiki cocktails. Yeah, and we guys have Jimmy Buffett playing the whole time. Uh, no, Jimmy. Buffett. You love Jimmy Buffett. You were just telling me yesterday over a glass of wine how you love Jimmy Buffett. Don't forget the name of the show, bro. <laughs> I'm just playing. Damn, I've been drinking a lot heavier than I realized lately. No, but uh, I don't want Joel to die. I mean, I, I know he feels like he's dying right now at the damn flu. Like we said earlier, I, mean, I know. He seems like a nice enough dude. I think I don't. Yeah, it's so funny. Morgan and Joel have never even met each other, but these negative episodes, man, there's nothing he can do about that. You can do about that, Joel. <laughs> nothing. I hope you make it to the end of this hour so you can hear me saying how you're not going to do nothing. <laughs> nah, dude, you know, when you get that dude pissed off, he is unstoppable. He can cut deep, man. It is wild. It's hilarious. But, uh, but if he does it to me, I just get pissed off and next thing we're like in a fight. But he can do Joel can like tear people down. Oh yeah, he's he knows how to Well, he's been defensive his whole he's always been on the defensive his whole life. He's been picked on his whole life and he's always just been like he's he's such a nice guy. He really is. Like people get that confused sometimes. Like that people that we know like 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 Joel's never angry. Ever. He's always nice. He always um not suits to please. What's the name of that what's that expression? aims to please aims to please suits to please he always aims to please he doesn't want to make any i think a lot of the reason that he like this sticks to himself for the most part is because of that like he's like just kind of tired of having to like please everybody at all times he's so nice but the thing is sometimes you can push him over the edge and he just like cuts deep because he's amazing with the english language it's crazy oh those people are a delight to be around dude he's so good at you don't want to be in their way but when someone else is fucking with him and they've had enough oh it's just it's glorious just to sit back and watch the show unfold sometimes like watching joel watching joel um the way he talks i'm just like are you making this up do you know what you're talking about he's like and then like we he like walks me through it i'm like how the hell do you know that? Or why do you know how to say that? And he just, yeah, he's just a brilliant guy. And he's my brother and I love him. And I miss you, Joel. And I want you to feel better, buddy. I love you dearly. Uh, seriously. So on my negative episodes, we're going to do this. Neg Joel, shout it out. But since it's just me and you, it's going to be uh, another negative episode. I'm trying to make a habit of doing a, 
cock talk about a cocktail at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So I figured to talk about this cocktail that I just opened up to. Actually, it's randomly opened up to him. Like, oh, this is perfect. I'm actually instead of uh, saying my own, I'm going to read one out of this book and I'm going to or this recipe book. And I'm going to tell everybody about it, and then I'll go into uh, mine. How about that? Yeah. All right, guys. So this is Beach Rum Berries Intoxica. Beach Rum Berry is uh, one of the godfathers of tiki in this he's the one him, him and a group of guys are like the the reason tiki is making such a resurgence and he actually has latitude um yeah what thing is bar latitude 47 latitude 45 we looked that up on your phone real quick for uh beach from berry uh, i think it's it's in new orleans latitude uh man i cannot believe i'm drawing a blank on that latitude 47. i could fucking type Uh, is this latitude 47 yep that's it so this is don the beachcomber zombie zombie is in a is a this and the mai tai are probably the two most iconic tiki cocktails out there like this is uh the zombie is probably the most one of the most important cocktails not only in tiki but in cocktail history like every bartender should have one of their lexicon um so this is this is uh, out of again uh, Beach from Berries and Toxica, great little book. I recommend buying on a bookstore, but if you can't get to a bookstore, definitely go. You can easily find it on Amazon. Um, so Don the Beachcomber, because I think everybody should be making their own cocktails. I think everybody should be trying to make their own cocktails and not just you know realizing what what makes things so great. And then if people in our area start making their own cocktails at home, Morgan, like that we they would uh, be able to like when you go to your liquor store and be like, do you have this? Do you have this? Do you have this? And like, no, 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 no. If another people and be like, well, I'm making these cocktails at home. Like, could you get it? It makes it easier for everybody because everybody wants certain rums. Everybody wants certain bourbons. It, it would just make it a lot easier. Anyways. So down the beach cover zombie. So the recipe calls for one ounce unsweetened pineapple juice, one ounce, fresh lemon juice, one ounce, fresh lime juice, one ounce, passion fruit syrup, teaspoon of brown sugar, dash of Angostura bitters, one ounce of gold Puerto Rican rum, one ounce of 151 Demerara rum, and one ounce of white uh, Puerto Rican rum. Huh. You see, I um, do like that, but uh, the one that I do, well, let's see what it says. Dissolve sugar in lemon juice, which is kind of like a cordial. Shake everything well, crushed ice, pour into a Collins glass, garnish with mint sprig, and over here it says we felt like uh bouchard discovering oh who discovered the rosetta stone bouchard that's all right oh shit um i gotta go to google for that one i think that's how you say it it's bouchard i think we felt like bouchard discovering the rosetta stone when we found this one don zombie was his most infamous invention which went on to become the most legendary unsolved mystery in the annals Annals. Annals of tropical drinks. <laughs> What's an annal? Like the law, like the story of history. Like, uh, you sure that's how you say it? Annal, yes. <laughs> Do you hear what I said? Yes. Say it. Annal. <laughs> uh, Something I've been accused of being before, but you know, yeah, whatever. Oh, Bro, have you ever you've seen you see me behind the bar? I'm like the and, mo- and then I tell them they need to meet Doug. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to make everybody happy with my talents. Whatever. It's so funny because like I meet like bartenders that are like like um um a famous bartender just passed away, uh, Gary Regan, and his whole thing was uh, calm down, uh, young bartender. It's not you're just making a drink like relax and i do agree with that like dude you're just making there's bartenders sometimes that you're in me i'm like just you know take it easy but the thing is the reason i get so uptight here is because it's like i'm not yes for sure i'm just making you a drink but i want you to have a great drink and also if i went up to gary regan r.i.p and i was like yo dude your fucking negroni sucks i'm pretty sure he would be pissed off you know so but um so that's all it is i just want people to have a, a great drink and i want them to understand why it's a great drink morgan is that too much to ask jesus would you like me to keep great reading? Hmm? Would you like me to keep reading? 
Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, sure. Bedtime story. All right, cool. You gotta get settled in here. Although above the recipes, blah, 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 Don's... God damn it. There's a lot. I don't even know where it was. Oh, uh, the annals of tropical drinks. Annals. Annals. Even Don's own bartenders didn't know how to make it. They poured the ingredients from the bottles marked only by numbers or letters. You know, I do that. You know, I'm very serious with my rum blends and stuff oh, yeah. like that. The right I, com- I know better than to even ask what your rum blend is. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you. The right combination. Why do you think of- I haven't had you killed yet. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, the right combination of which was the sole part of the code they knew. Um, although the above recipe is not even close to the first 1930s era attempts to reproduce his top secret original. See page 89, the grog log. This particular formula was contributed to by Don the Beachcomber himself in the 1950s barbecue manual written and self-published in three ring binders by his friend, Louis Spivak. Spivak? I got no correction there. Yeah, uh, far be it from uh, us to doubt this its authenticity, especially after reading the cave at dawn appended to it. The cave, the, the caveat. That's that's two word. That's one word. It was like I thought it was a. That said cave at caveat. caveat. I know what that word means, dude. I'm 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 very impressed for you being you know a high school dropout and all. <laughs> it's it's good for you. Thank you uh appended to it i and this is a quote i originated i originated and have served this quote-unquote thing since 1934 anyone that says otherwise is a liar signed don huh one would say one would also do well to heed his second caveat only one to a customer and when i do when i put the zombie on the menu i put two per customer because i definitely cut it down Uh from three ounces of booze to to two uh, well, uh, but also, mine is definitely different than this. Mine has cinnamon syrup. Mine has a little bit of pineapple. It does have pineapple. It does have lemon. It does have lime. It has a little bit of grapefruit juice, and it has a little bit of uh, right, well, since cinnamon you're, syrup. Since you're pulling from a book here, why don't you tell the fine folks like, what you're reading here? I did. Intoxica by Beach Bum Berries. Oh, okay. Wow. I must have. I said it twice. Damn, I must have blanked out for a second. Okay, my bad. Thanks I was lot. just trying to be helpful. Dissolve sugar and lemon juice, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So, such cocktail this evening, this uh, negative episode, guys. Uh, Don the Beachcomber Zombie. Um, the, the one that I ripped off was for my bar was inspired by Smuggler's Cove, which has a lot totally different than that one. But that one actually seems a little bit more inviting. Because the one I use is uh, really tough. Like that, I use absinthe and stuff, and it gets pretty wonky. Yeah. Uh, and it's super boozy. The one I make is like, very you've much had so. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like puts you on your fucking ass. And there's something called, like, have you ever seen an actual zombie glass? No. It's like, a, it's like you know, I do all my Tom Collins stuff in it. It's like that, but a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. But anyways. But all right, guys, we're... Uh, Totally past an hour. Morgan, I really appreciate you being here with me, man. Yeah, man. Happy to be out here. It was pretty awesome to get to do this. Yeah, man. It was nice having you here to have somebody to bounce off of my weird stuff off of. And, you know, and I think you exposed yourself a little bit. Let everybody know out there that you're kind of uh, somebody you don't want to be around alone. Eh. <laughs> I'm just playing. All right, guys. Well, thank you for this episode of I Didn't See It, But I Believe You. I'm Doug. This is Morgan. Y'all have a good one. And uh, again, you heard Joel at the beginning of the episode. He had the flu. That's why he's not here. Um, so everybody send him everybody send him good vibes. Um, love you, buddies. All right, bye.